Welcome to Ripple Effect, a podcast of the Healthy Communities Leadership Academy. There. Okay. Okay. It looks like we are recording. So cue music. set up as a ringtone actually <laughs> oh i love it it's really it's really uh, in, uh uplifting yes mm. so feel free i told pepe uh, feel free to put a link to that song in the comments after we're all done and maybe we can learn new music with each other too this is jason mraz i love jason mraz but i didn't know that one yep what's the name of it make it mine all right yeah. that's good <laughs> well Welcome to the fifth interview of Hill TV. I did, have not introduced myself uh, probably for the last three interviews. I forgot. So um, I should say hi today. I'm Damaris. And hi, Damaris. Hi, Andy. I live in Allen County and I am part of cohort. I went there in 2014. Okay, so I'm in the graduating class of 2015, cohort two. Uh, today, welcome to Hill TV. Fifth interview today is Andy Huckabee. Huckabee, I'm so sorry, and um, and I practiced that. Mm. I kind of like the Huckabee. That was kind of fun. Huckabee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be fun in a chant, you know. Yeah. I think. Um, but anyway, there are so many hats this that that this young man wears that I've decided that I will let him share that instead of me. So, take the floor, Andy. Yes, I haven't been called a young man for a long time, so thank you, Damaris. You're welcome. Um, so I'm Andy Huckaba, and I am the president of Huckaba & Associates, a management consulting firm. Um, but I do a lot of other things, too. I've had the consulting firm since 1993, and um, I also uh, am a coach. And I do a lot of coaching. Uh, that's how Damaris and I know each other through uh, the Healthy Communities Leadership Academy. And I'm on the faculty for that organization. Um, I also am a partner with the Ad Astra Coach Alliance, which is a group of professional coaches who work with uh, people to help them be better and do better and uh, get stronger. Um, I'm on the faculty with the Kansas Leadership Center, and I am an instructor with the KU Public Management Center. So lots of hats that I wear, uh, and uh, I love doing what I do, and every day is different and fun. Uh, so it sounds like they all kind of are around coaching and consulting. Is that fair? Yeah, to say? so it's really, it's uh, really three major things, consulting, which is primarily management consulting, it's strategy, leadership, 
management. Uh, teaching, which is around those same things, and then coaching, which is around leadership and, and uh, uh, executive leadership primarily. Yeah. That feels uh, bi-directional to me, which is cool. So you're used to talking to people and teaching them, but also uh, when you're coaching, you're probably just doing a lot of listening, right? I am, but uh, you know, the, the fun part about coaching is it's not about me. It's about the person I'm talking with and, and um, listening to and being intensely curious about. And as I'm curious about them, I want to ask them more questions mm -hmm. and want to find out more about them. And uh, so that's where the coaching comes in. The consulting's a little different where organizations pull me in to take a look at what they do and try to help them get better. And so that becomes more about my opinions and what I look at and, and, and my recommendations. Mm -hmm. And then the teaching can be all sides of this. It can be the listening and the curiosity, but it can also be the, the instructional side where I'm trying to uh, teach major concepts and, and bring them out and get them to buy into things. And so um, it's interesting how the three major hats that I wear there are uh, uh, kind of coalesced together. I should say try, try directional then. Tri-directional. Really. <laughs> Instead of bi. <laughs> so of the three components, uh, is there one that you love more? Hmm. Probably not, actually. It's, it's interesting because for the longest time with my consulting business, that's all I did. I just consulted. And I did a lot of facilitation and a lot of uh, uh, work in front of boards and, and uh with companies and organizations. Um, the last major recession um, in um, 2000, what was it, 2007 through nine or so, is really eight through nine. Um, I felt that I, my work was kind of thin, it needed some strength. And uh, I needed to diversify and add some mm -hmm. skills. I needed to invest in myself and, and do some things that would help me be better and stronger and more able to weather those types of downturns in the mm -hmm. future. And so that's the point where I added on the coaching and the teaching. And as I did that, a couple of cool things happened. And this is for anybody who, um, who, uh, owns their own business and works on their own. Uh, my cash flow smoothed out. <laughs> that had never happened <laughs> in my, my consulting work. It had always been a roller coaster. Uh, lots of highs and lots of lows and not a whole lot in between. And um, uh, my cash flow smoothed out because I had these different streams of income coming in. Mm -hmm. The other thing that happened is I realized that the three played off of each other really well that I was, I was able to bring into the classroom experiences that I had through coaching and, and um, consulting. I was able to bring to coaching the experiences that I had had in the classroom and in consulting. And, mm -hmm. and it's just interesting how they all sort of work together. And adding those additional skills on the teaching side and the coaching side just rounded me out and made it, made me um, 
probably better what I do in all three uh, circles. I mean, it makes sense. It's like this interweaving of different components to make a holistic, a good, <laughs> solid, holistic uh, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you've been with the Leadership Academy, though, since 2014 or 13? Is that? Since the beginning, yeah. Since the beginning? Uh-huh. Do you remember the day that you pitched yourself? Hmm. I don't think I pitched myself. I think Gina reached out to me. Oh, that's and awesome. Gina and I knew each other th- through the Kansas Leadership Center. Mm-hmm. Gina reached out to me and she said, I could really use your help on this thing we're working on. And uh, in that, um, uh, as we talked about it, it made sense for me to be part of it and uh, been there ever since. Well, I de- you are my coach. Teresa is my coach and I love her, but I have been able to have the opportunity to sit across from you before and uh have conversation with you where I don't know, I wouldn't consider it have been a coaching conversation, but it ended up being the podcast right. that your ability to uh, make people comfortable enough to talk about things that are personal maybe is a, is a, a, a trait that you have that you do well with. Did I say that correctly? Well, that's yeah. very nice of you. It's uh what is it that uh, Barbara Walters effect or something like that? You know where she. Well, you know, it, you make people feel comfortable, and that's good. And you ask interesting questions that, that you wouldn't, you know, people have to ponder, and it's a deeper level question. So uh, I enjoy, I, I enjoyed having uh, that conversation with you. Thank you. Well, I love doing it. And what I have found through all of this, and I tell you what I've really found in this uh, isolation that we've all experienced with the- uh, Wait, is this your hidden talent that you're gonna- (laughs) Well, no, but what I found is I love people. (laughs) Like I really love people. And I love love being around people and I love the energy from people and I love the, Mm -hmm. um, the complexity of people. Uh, the complexity mm-hmm. of their minds and the complexity of their hearts and uh, oh. the complexity of their story. And mm-hmm. those things uh, are really important to me and I care deeply about them. And And it's a great adventure to learn about people and to mm-hmm. uh, be part of their growth and their work and their lives. And, and um, I just love doing it. It's one of my favorite things to do. Well, I mean, the fortunate thing is, is that's job security because we're all complex. <laughs> you know, as for, you can coach us for, have you had um, anybody that you're still coaching since 2013? Yes. <laughs> I can imagine that you know them very well by now. I do. Yes. Yeah. Um, I yeah, think that's so, awesome. So there's a, there actually is a fair amount of uh, carryover from even the first class. Mm-hmm. And, um, I enjoy that. It's it, it's nice to have a number of years where you've mm-hmm. worked with the same people and you've seen them grow and you've seen them um, move past obstacles and barriers that they never dreamed they would go. And um, to see that growth is, is you know, the ultimate uh, in uh, 
and a, a satisfaction for a coach is to to see somebody who grows like that and and right. and becomes um, multi-dimensional and thinks in a bigger way and a different way and all of a sudden begins to look at challenges and realizes oh these are things that I can accomplish I can get through I can work through and uh, I love that I, I think the um, the offering of job coaching with the Healthy Communities Leadership Academy has been invaluable. So we're all of us, I think, are really lucky to, to have that connection with you coaches and stuff. And I've only heard great things about every single coach. You know, I can only speak for Teresa. Well, and Teresa's <laughs> fat. awesome. And in fact, huh? Teresa and I train together on the coaching. Mm -hmm. So I've yeah. got uh, so much respect for her. And yeah. She's just uh, an amazing coach. Yes. So let's, uh, let's shift a little bit and talk about some personal stuff. Sure. Okay. Um, I, I, I know a little bit about you, so I don't want to guide what I'm going to tell. <laughs> I don't want to tell your personal secrets. No, I'm just kidding. But like, just tell us a little bit about Andy. Like, let's just drop work at the door, stick it in your back pocket right now. And then tell me about you. Cause I've been stalking your Facebook page. Oh, you have. Okay. So, well, let's see. I don't know whether I should uh, uh, start at the beginning or start at the end and move backwards. Um, <laughs> Give me three major things that define your personal life. Oh, three major things. Wow, that's hard. Yeah. Um, so, um, probably one of the most impactful things when I was younger, when I was a kid, is my, I grew up in a family and my dad was a mathematician. So he was a, he, he taught at uh, Mizzou and mm -hmm. he proved theorems that nobody in the world's ever proved before. And uh, growing in that, that in itself was kind of mind blowing when you begin to think about that. He was an abstract algebraist and um, that, growing up and living with a mathematician uh, is a, is a, a life-altering uh, thing because they're different people. Um, I can imagine. Uh, my, my daughter who uh, years ago went and saw A Beautiful Mind, which was mm -hmm. about a mathematician, came mm -hmm. home and said, that guy reminds me a lot of grandpa. <laughs> and I said, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. That's what we grew up mm -hmm. with. You know, we would go on car trips instead of doing license plate games. Dad would throw word problems back to the back, and the three of us would uh, scramble to figure out what the answers were. And that's just what that's we That's excellent. And so there were no barriers from a math standpoint and, and from a connection of mathematics to the world and, and order and, and so forth. There were, were just no barriers. It was something that was as natural to us as, you know, eating a bowl of cereal or something. Mm -hmm. uh, so that in itself was very impactful and continues to this day to be impactful for me. Um, as I begin to look at, um, you know, math and, and, and not just math and numbers, but math and in the world and, and the creativity side of mathematics and what that looks like. And um, I, I chose, uh, my brother was a mathematician too. He's now a, a dean uh, at Florida State, but he was a, a mathematician. My sister was great at math. I was great at math. Uh, 
Um, uh, and, and, and down through the lineage, my daughter is an actuary. She was, you know, a mathematician type. And my brother's daughter is a PhD in math. And so you've just got math. Oh my goodness. And it's, it's pretty crazy. I went the route of music. Huh? So I went the route of music because yeah. I, I, I had uh, music in my background, or in my life, in my head, in my genes. I don't know where it came from because nobody in my family was musical, but I always was. And I really don't remember a time when I didn't have a guitar in my hand. Um, Why don't you put it in your hand right now? Well, I could. Let's see. Which one should I grab? Here. Grab one. Let's see what you got back there. Okay. Let's see. What do we, what do, we <laughs> do here? Um, you know, I'll never pass up a chance to uh, sit around someone's campfire and listen to them jam. So would you, would you play a song? You're getting back at me, aren't you? <laughs> Blossom, smile some, sunshine down my way. Lately I've been lonesome. Blossom, it's been much too long a day. Seems my dreams have frozen, melt my cares away. Send the sunshine down my way whenever you call my name. I know what you mean to say to me, girl, it's all the same. Blossom, there's an empty road behind. Get you down beside me. Blossom, there's a sweet dream on my mind. There's a song inside me. Take these cares away. I'll send the sunshine down my way whenever you call my name. I know what you mean to say to me, girl, it's all the same. Blossom, smile, some sunshine down my way. Lately, I've been lonesome. Blossom, it's been much too long a day. Seems my dreams have frozen. Melt my cares away. La 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 There you go. Yay! Thank you. So yeah, I just that's love awesome. I sing, I play. I studied uh, in college. I studied opera. That mm -hmm. was major. And um, turns out, music and math have a lot in common, right? I believe that. Uh, and uh, a lot, actually. That really came to play when I got into the theory classes and started writing <laughs> music and. And um, uh, 
you know, scoring orchestra pieces and writing 12-tone pieces for marimba and all sorts of crazy things like that. And uh, the mathematics really came to play because it really was about patterns and it was about order. Right. It was about mm -hmm. uh, how those things came together and fit together. And it was a, a kind of a fascinating and fun time. Uh, I decided, I was a performance major, a full scholarship um, uh, guy, and they liked me because I was a tenor and I had high mm -hmm. notes. And uh, they, turns out they pay you for high notes. So that's kind oh, of- Oh, hey. Yeah. And, that's nice to uh, know. But I, I kind of figured out toward the end of my degree that uh, I didn't want to do that for a living. Mm -hmm. I and mean, the people were kind of crazy and the the world that you get into there is even crazier and in art mm -hmm. and and I have a lot of really close friends who have been professional singers professional opera singers and and other types of musicians that uh, some have done very very well and um but most of them live like paupers and they're uh -huh. on the road all the time and it's 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 just a really tough way to go Mm -hmm. um, so I, I followed my wife to be at the time over to the Kansas City area, and um, then I got involved in um, um, oil and gas securities. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I knew somebody that had a uh, had a uh, securities firm, and so I went in, tested through, and got my, you know. Um, uh, credentials and then was able to do that for a little bit, hated it with a passion. And mm -hmm. uh, through that process, connected with a guy who was a friend of mine at Hallmark Cards. Oh, yeah. And he was a vice president at Hallmark and a friend of mine. And we had a discussion. And I said, I don't like what I'm doing. And he said, you ought to come over and interview. I'll set it up for you. And so I did. And um, interviewed with them and they hired me and I worked at Hallmark for eight years and uh, learned a lot and met a lot of amazing people. And uh, toward, you know, probably for most of it, but really toward the end of it, I was like a caged animal. I knew that oh, I had to break out to do my own thing. And so I did. And That's excellent. And started my own company. And mm -hmm. In doing that, uh, I had been working with and doing a lot of internal consulting uh, mm -hmm. at Hallmark and moving around to their subsidiaries and helping them uh, get better at what they did. And I said, gee, I could do this on my own. And so I broke off. And so it. Andy was born. Andy was born. <laughs> um, I have a question for you. Yeah. If I, I don't want to cut you off, but uh, I'm watching. I'm kind of being a timekeeper just a okay. little bit. Yeah. So, um, in interest of time, which we, which I know we could talk a long time because I actually got to hear some of your story and it's fascinating <laughs> the way that you just continue to evolve. And I kept thinking of like, I kept thinking about it is stop, pivot, stop, pivot, stop, pivot, you know, yeah. uh, whenever you and I talked, the other, well, it's been a couple months now, but I was like, I think that's, um, something that I'll keep in my mind when I'm finding those barriers or, or just the time that you're supposed to kind of start moving a different direction and, sure, and, yeah, and yeah. encapsulating your talents to do that. So speaking of talents, I think my last question would be, um, in this time of introspection, possible 
opportunity of introspection because you are obviously an extrovert. Yes. <laughs> and you're not around people. That energy that's festering in you, what has it, uh, how has it come out um, in an interesting way? Do you have a new talent? Well, so I'm always, I'm always learning. Uh, I'm always trying to invest in myself. I'm always trying to get better at something. Um, a new talent. Wow. Um, not defined yet in terms <laughs> of what a new talent might be. Uh, I just know that what I am tomorrow is going to be different than what I am today. Um, the, the goal here is to improve yourself every day, to invest in yourself, to make yourself better and stronger. And, and maybe more important is how can you use that to make our world just a little bit better place? Mm -hmm. I care deeply about that. And, you know, I've invested. And one thing I didn't tell in my background, but probably is notable is I spent the last 17 years as an elected official. And, oh yeah, yeah. And, and that's had a you know remarkable impact, uh, you know, being a public servant and being in that role. And uh, I made a choice last spring that I wasn't going to do it anymore. Mm -hmm. And uh, people looked at me like I was crazy, and I said, "Hey, <laughs> you know, it's somebody else's turn, and it's uh, time for me to move on to you know mm -hmm. maybe my next phase." And I'm not sure what that is at this point, but. Um, well, my guess is that we'll continue with coaching and teaching yeah. and consulting. And, and I have a feeling there'll be something completely different about you in six months. Like you will be juggling um, a fire eater. No, or... that's, more, that's more my youngest son. He's, uh, <laughs> he does that kind of stuff, but not me. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I really, I really thank you for, uh, for, offering to do this and I you know I thought that it, there would be value in not just having the alumni do it but also the coaching and that me and um I had already sent Brenda Calvin a reply to her thinking this was cool saying that I think it would be cool to do one with her too so hopefully she says yes to me so that we can just see each one of those layers of, of how we're how we exist in this little ecosystem together as a healthy um Communities Leadership Academy. So um, I thank you so much for your time today. And um, it was great to see your face. Thank you. Great to see yours as well. Okay. Bye, Andy. Bye.